0: Something special is happening during this series. Something special is happening here in the room tonight. The momentum has been building. I want you to fist bump somebody really close to you and tell them come alive in Jesus name. Come on. Tell somebody else. Look them in the eye. Say come alive in Jesus name. It's time to come alive. Pastor AJ, in his message on week one called God is Life, told us to desire more of the Ruach, the spirit of God. Pastor Tellus in week two, his message, Viral Revival, he told us, and I'm paraphrasing, to check our spiritual vital signs. In, In week three, Pastor Miata came through with Alive, Not Awake, and she told us, Wake up! Last week, Pastor Duke came through with his message, The Woke Life. And he told us to kick the chickens. If you didn't watch last week, you'll have to watch to know what that's all about, but it's time to get up. And tonight I say to you, dry bones come alive. The title of my message tonight is bones, battlegrounds and breath. We're going to be in Ezekiel 37, starting in verse 1 tonight. Before I read, I just want to give you a little context, a little history. Um, Ezekiel was a 25-year-old young man um, when he and his wife, along with 10,000 people in his nation of Israel, were taken captive at the hand of good old King Neb. King Nebuchadnezzar, he's, he's always got something strange and evil going on and here it is. He's taking um, Jerusalem by siege and he does it a few number of times until all of the nation of Israel is scattered and they're in exile and they've all been deported to Babylon and they're spread out all over the place and Ezekiel who is, uh, he comes after The Daniels of the world and the Jeremiahs, he is this young guy, and God calls him into ministry while he's in exile when he's 30 years old. And in verse 37 of Ezekiel, he begins to hear from the Lord about what God wants to do with his nation he begins to hear about, from the Lord about how God wants to give hope and restoration to Israel. So if you're using your Bible app tonight, I'm reading from the Amplified Bible. We're going to come into Ezekiel 37. Um, starting, we're going to read chapter, uh, verses 1 through 10. This is Ezekiel talking. The hand of the Lord was upon me, and he brought me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the middle of the valley. And it was full of bones. And he caused me to pass all around them. And behold, there were very many human bones in the open valley. And lo, they were very dry. Somebody say very dry. dry. And he said to me, son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, oh Lord God, only you know. And again, he said to me, Prophesy to these bones and say to them, O oh, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Verse five Thus says the Lord God to these bones Behold, I will make breath, ruach, enter you so that you may come to life. I will put sinews or tendons and ligaments on you. I will make flesh grow back on you. I will cover you with skin and I will put breath in you so that you may come alive. And you will know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a thundering noise. And behold, a rattling. And the bones came together, bone to its bone. Verse 8. And I looked, and behold, there were sinews. There were tendons and ligaments. (laughs) There was flesh. There was skin. But there was no breath. Then he said to me, verse nine, prophesy to the breath, son of man, and say to the breath, thus says the Lord God, come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe on these slain, that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath came into them, and they came to life, and they stood on their feet, an exceedingly great army. Let's pray. God, we thank you for your presence here tonight. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your breath, for your spirit. We thank you, God, for how you've been showing us and growing us in your presence. We thank you that we are poised for revival. And tonight, Lord God, I pray that as we hear your word, that we would long after and desire the breath, the breath of almighty God. Thank you, Jesus, for being with us. Meet us here, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Have you ever walked through a valley? We've just come out of a pandemic where everyone and everything was disconnected and in disarray. Maybe you've been in a dry season in your marriage that had you singing, Where is the love you said you had for me? Maybe a health issue or a financial crisis, maybe a family drama or a life trauma. We could all sit here and tell stories on stories about the valleys we've walked through. Maybe right now you're standing in a valley looking at dry bones and wondering if God can make them live again. Sometimes God sets the stage for miraculous revival in our lives by allowing us to see what our condition looks like without him, our dry, disconnected, dismantled condition so that we can be reminded that without him, there is no hope to begin with. Five years ago, I was pregnant with my daughter, Taya. And the secret question that was running in my mind everywhere I went, every time I led worship, every, every person I talked to, the thing that was going on in the back of my mind was, can this baby live? I'd been married for 18 months and within that time had experienced two back-to-back miscarriages. When I was six weeks pregnant with Taya, I started having signs of miscarriage again. Not a third time, Lord. Not a third time, I said. And this is what the sovereign Lord said to me, no, not this time. You will carry this one to term and have a baby in August. I went to the doctor and she said, I'm just so sorry. The numbers, they aren't looking good. And as I continued to show signs and symptoms that point to miscarriage, I could either go home and wait for that miscarriage to happen or I could choose to prophesy to the bones. That's my point. Number one, when we are in the valley and we're looking at something that is impossible, God is calling us to prophesy to the bones, to say what the Lord says to the bones. We see Ezekiel repeating what God said. He was looking at the bones. They were so dry. They were about to become dust, so disgraced from not having a proper burial, so disconnected that he couldn't tell which bones went with which. But despite what he saw, he prophesied the word of God to the bones. Church, we have to make a practice of telling our dry bones what the Lord says. Not what we think, not what we want, not what we hope for, but what the Lord says. See, the word is sharper than any double-edged sword. And when it goes out, it cannot return void. So multiple times, every single day, when I had to look at the symptoms of miscarriage, I would say, no, not this time. You will carry this one to term and have a baby in August. I would speak scripture to myself. You will live and not die. Psalm 91. I would call friends who could remind me of what God said. The enemy would love for us all to just lay around like those bones Dead, dry, disconnected. None of us can help anyone else because we're all dead, dry and disconnected. It's so symbolic. If we don't speak the word of God over the dead places in our own life, we will never be able to help someone else. Speak the word of God over the dead places in theirs. When we choose to take up our authority using the word of God, it brings life, not only to ourselves, but to others. What are you walking through right now that is not just for you, but maybe for somebody else? What dry bones in your life need to be reminded of the word of God? What friendships that are disconnected? What parts of your heart that are dismantled by tragedy or trauma? What disgrace or shame that you're living with? What areas of your life need to be put back together by the ruach, the spirit, the breath of God. I encourage you tonight, church, to prophesy to the bones. Let's say that out loud. Prophesy to the bones. Back to my story, I continued to speak the word of God. That's all I had. After a couple weeks, my symptoms went away. I was in the clear until the day I turned three months pregnant, when all of the symptoms came back in an instant, 10 times more fierce. Undoubtedly, my baby was in danger, and I was rushed to the ER. All I could do is pray in tongues and prophesy to the bones, hear the word of the Lord. No, not this time. You will carry this baby to term and have this baby in August. An ultrasound revealed that I was having a subchorionic hemorrhage, and without getting too graphic for this platform, it's a bleed in the uterine wall. The doctor said most times it just bleeds out and the baby's fine, but there's a chance. There's a chance that this could lead to miscarriage. So you just have to wait and see, wait and see God, wait and see. Yes. Wait and see not only how I will perform my word, but what I want you to become on this battleground point. Number two is we have to become on the battleground what God is forming and shaping in us. We must become on the battleground if we want to win in life, if we want to win. In the spirit, if we want to win our city, win our nation, win our friends, we've got to become what he is forming in us when we're on the battlefield. God tells Ezekiel what these bones are going to become and how he plans to do it. He's going to create ligaments, tendons, muscles, and flesh. He's going to wrap them in skin, and he's going to do it in the very place where they've been laid up, dead, dry, and disgraced. The spirit of God is about to turn this deserted battleground full of dry bones into a valley of revival where thousands of humans are being reconstructed right before Ezekiel's eyes. They are becoming what they always were intended to be an army of revived people. Sometimes revival begins in the valley where we are made and shaped and conformed into the image of Christ. It's through trial and hardship, dryness and desert places that God does his best reconstruction in our life. Church, what valley are you standing in? God already has the blueprints, and he already has the building permit. He created you. (laughs) When we are at the place of least resistance, when we are completely dependent upon him, that's when he does his best work. The valleys of life are the battlegrounds where our faith in Christ is tested and proven when I choose not to believe what I see, but rather wait for the Lord, wait for the word of the Lord, wait for the word of the Lord to come to pass. And in the waiting, I become strong. And in the waiting, I become strong. They that wait mm, 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 on the Lord mm, 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 shall renew ay, 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 their strength. Mm, they shall mount up mm, on wings. Yeah. Like an eagle and so That's what happens when you wait. And wait, I did. For, two, for more than two months, I waited. And every day. I had to choose to ignore what my eyes were seeing and believe God at his word. Right. Yeah. It was a battleground where the fight of faith was real. And as I exercised the muscle of faith, I was becoming stronger. I was g- growing closer to Jesus. I was learning to trust him like I never had before. And I was still on the battleground. But the battleground started to look really different to me. The valley changed. My perspective changed. And I realized that God was conforming me and changing me and shaping me right before my eyes. On the the battleground is where we become the thing that God's word has spoken over us. If he said it, keep repeating it. If he said it, keep believing it. If he said it, we believe it. Oh, 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 oh. (laughs) If he said it, we believe it. And church, we love the word of God. It's absolutely essential in our lives, but let's take it a step further. God was showing Ezekiel that we need more than just his word. In order to become alive to his purpose for us, we need his spirit. We need his ruach. In verse 9, then he said to me, prophesy to the breath, son of man, and say to the breath, thus says the Lord, come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe on these slain that they may live. Church, we must call out for the breath of God every single day. The same Ruach that God breathed into Adam as pastor AJ so masterfully communicated in week one, as Hannah Beth said tonight, that same spirit and breath that God continues to breathe on us today is the same breath. He breathed into Adam's lungs. We must have it to accomplish his purposes for us in the earth. Notice God begins with a promise of breath in verse 5. And then in verse 9, he, in verse 10, he delivers on the promise. God begins with his word, and he delivers on his word. And what happens in the middle is where we become what he's called us to do. We have the promise of the Holy Spirit, and we need the breath of God in order to come alive. Why is it that we can read our Bibles every day, which is very important, by the way? Listen to every prophetic word we've ever received. We can recall every promise God has ever made to us, and we still feel dry. Am I the only one? It's because without the spirit, without the breath of God, we're operating in our own strength, which is certainly futile. There must be equal measures of the word and the spirit of God flowing in our lives for us to live out his purposes for us. Every single day on my journey of pregnancy, I had to hold on to God's word and call out for his spirit. Literally it was sustaining the life that was growing in me. My battleground looks different than yours. But all of us are being conformed while we're in the valley. We're just like the bones. We need the word of God and the spirit of God to come alive to God's purpose. And church, this is not about an outcome. This is about living a renewed revived life in the spirit. This is about God's purposes to restore nations back to him through us. This is about the promise of the Holy Spirit and our daily reliance on him. Verse 10, so I prophesied as he commanded me and the breath came into them and they stood up on their feet, an exceedingly great army. The breath of God is like marrow to the bones. Without bone marrow, there's no way for the human body to produce blood. And without the blood of Jesus washing over us, there's no way to live the spiritual life he has called us to. Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe that we may live. Take a deep breath, church. Ezekiel 37, verse 11 and 12. Then he said to me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. Behold, they say our bones are dried up and our hope is lost. We are completely cut off. Therefore, prophesy and say to them, thus says the Lord, behold, I will open up your graves and make you come out of your graves. My people, I will bring you back home to the land of Israel. God was showing Ezekiel how he was restoring and bringing new life to a once dry and disconnected nation of Israel. And tonight, God is restoring and bringing new life to us too. Open the grave. I'm coming out. I'm going to live again. This is the sound of dry bones rattling. This is the praise makes a dead man walk again. The work of revival is the restoration of life to something that has long been dead. I'm going to say that one more time. The work of revival is the restoration of life to something that has been long dead. And I feel revival in the air. Do you feel it? I hear the crackling sounds of bones and the spirit coming back into alignment. Do you hear it yet? I see the breath of God, the Ruach blowing through this place. Do you see it yet? I hear a rattling in the spirit over your life tonight. Dead dreams come alive in Jesus name. Dead hearts come alive in Jesus name. Dead relationships be restored in Jesus name. Dead ho- be renewed in Jesus name, dry bones. Hear the word of the Lord live in Jesus name. Are there any places in your life, your heart, your family, you fill in the blank. That were once alive. That you've noticed just been a little dry lately. Tonight is the moment for God to revive us. Tonight is the moment that we ask him to put his breath back into us, his spirit, his life. Breathe, O oh, breath of God, and cause me to come alive. We breathe in the ruach of God into the dry places, into the pain, into our families, into our marriages, into our church, into this nation. We stand at our feet an exceeding great Army, ready for your purposes, God. Stephen, you can come. Pastor AJ said this line. It's been repeated over and over and over again, and it's worth repeating again. The word of God releases the spirit of God to accomplish the work of God. The word of God is releasing the spirit of god to accomplish his will for you for us tonight. And if you would say tonight that's me. I'm a little I'm a little dry. I've I've I just haven't been able to put my finger really on it or really put words to it, but there's just some Areas of my life that that I really need the breath of God. I've been reading my word every day. I've been listening to my prophetic words, and it's just I realize tonight that I need the breath of God. Tonight, I want to pray for us, and I want if you're on the prayer team, could you come down here to this altar? If you're part of the prayer team, or if you're on staff. Could you guys come down? These men and women are here to pray the breath of God over your life. Tonight, I want to call out to those dry bones again. And I want to say, come to life.